0: let's continue meditating on the serious message that we have started that is a pilgrim's life this morning we're going to look at 1 Peter chapter 1 verses 13 to 25 that is to live out your salvation and last week we look at our verses 1
1: to 12
0: and we indeed have a very precious salvation and this salvation causes us to have a living hope and there's also a heavenly inheritance and it's also the glorious joy that we can enjoy and then in verse thirteen, 头这个理, and the first word is, 所以, therefore, therefore, 什么意思, therefore. What then is the meaning of therefore?
1: 这是回应头, that
0: is in response to the first twelve
1: verses. hotel fifty percent off.
0: Recently, there's the 50% off for a five-star hotel.
1: Therefore,
0: Therefore, the entire family went to dine.
1: And so this
0: is what you call response.
1: And
0: Peter calls us to to understand something very important.
1: That
0: is believers who are caught in the midst of suffering. (laughs) And all of us have to go back to where our salvation is.
1: Because
0: our salvation is is very
1: precious.
0: It is even more precious than gold that has passed through fire. And we often say this, that even a true gold is not a fair, afraid of being refined by fire. Mm-hmm. But that's not the tr- uh, real case. Because even as gold passed through the fire, it also has some losses however all salvation even after going the testings of trials and this far as it purifies us will make us even more refined and pure gold and since we have such precious salvation then how do we respond to this salvation and so the answer is we have to lead out our salvation Let's look at verse
1: 13.
0: Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his
1: coming. And so the
0: word alert in the original text means it's to gird the loin because in the past people tend to wear rather loose clothing and so it's kind of troubles and an and so as you prepare yourself to work and so the first thing that you have to do that is buckle the bed and uh, you gird the loin that means that you are preparing yourself And so, church, you ought to prepare yourself. And that in these last days, are you ready? Are you ready? There will be a lot of problems that may happen in your life. Are you ready? Are you ready? And so, when when difficulties come, you will not find it strange. Because this indeed is a a world of suffering. Are you ready? Are you ready? And so, fully sober. In the original text, means that you have you should not be intoxicated because a person who is intoxicated will not have have a clear mind and so you should no longer be intoxicated and so that in our thinking even in our actions all the the words that we utter we have to preserve that level of uh, being sober and so fully looking forward to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ because the moment he comes and that precious salvation will be completely given to us and last week I did mention one thing. what does it mean uh, for complete salvation there are three stages to it first is the salvation of the soul And so this is a change in your position. That is, from being a sinner, you become a righteous man. Second phase is to have a victorious life. That is, by the help of the Holy Spirit, you are able to live a victorious life. And this is also the current state that you are and then in the future that is there will be the redemption of the body and so this body that can get corrupted and this dirty body of ours and this one that can also uh, uh, fail one day will become a glorious body and so leave out your salvation and that is living out a victorious life and as we await the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ Church. you have to rely on the grace of God and also by the moving of the Holy Spirit and live a victorious life. Christians. We are the biggest reason why people will turn to the Lord and become Christians. Many people turn to the Lord and become Christians because of you. And so you're able to bring families and families before God. However, Christians,
1: you
0: are also the most important factor why a person refused to become a Christian. Because when people look at you, they will say, oh, if Christians are just like that, then I don't want to become a Christian. So whether it's good or bad, it's dependent on us. And so, where is the difference? That is your testimony. You have to live out a victorious testimony. However, do not misunderstand my, what I mean by this. I'm not saying that you ought to be perfect people. Because in this world, there will never be any person who is perfect. However,
1: However,
0: the people of this world ought to see through our imperfections a victorious life. And so, when you committed some mistakes,
1: then you have to tell
0: people that you are sorry for that and you apologize for And when you commit sin, you also have to acknowledge your sin and repent from it. And so, the people of this world ought to see this thing and how uh, the sinners are able to change. And how People who are proud can also become humble. 四十四, and this is the testimony of, of, of our life. 四十四, 九二十五, 四十五, 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 and then in verses uh, 14 to 25 of chapter, 四十五, one, 四十五, it talks about three kinds of heart. 四十五, that is having a holy heart. 四十五, and it's a heart that fears God. 四十五, and also a heart that loves one another. 四十五, and so these three kinds of hearts are also able to live out three kinds of life that is a life of holiness a life of reverent fear in God and also a life of loving one another and so live out your salvation that is in your life in your life
1: the
0: people are able to see that you live a holy life, that you fear God, and also that you love one another. Let me explain. Let me explain this. Number one. Firstly, you ought to live a life of holiness. In verses 14 to 16, it says, As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you live in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. And the word holiness or holy is one of the very important words in the Bible in the Old Testament this word appeared 830 times and in the New Testament it appeared
1: 230 times
0: so summing this up then it will be more than a thousand times and holiness is also an attribute of God. You have to be holy because I am holy. This is That is recorded in Leviticus chapter 11, 45-46. 45 to 45. 44 to 45. This is a key verse. And this is the key verse of the book of
1: Leviticus the
0: book of Leviticus teaches the people of God that they have to be set apart from others so regardless of the clothes that they are wearing the food that they are eating the place that they are residing and even their sexual life have to be very much different from those of the people of the world because God is holy then we ought to be holy as well and so live out your salvation that is living out a life of holiness but how but then how so we are taught of two ways here That is, you ought to and then you should not. Mm -hmm. So what are things that you should not do and what are things that you ought to do? Mm -hmm. First thing is that you should not conform to the evil desires. Mm -hmm. Let's look at verse 14. Mm -hmm. Do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. Mm -hmm. That is, before became Christians, Mm we are uh, people who live in ignorance we indulge in our uh, evil desires so what does that mean? that is we do not uh, put on control our desires at that point in time I lust the desires. So whatever I want to do They are the results of the uncontrolled uh, evil desires I consummate. So whatever I want to watch, that I watch. Whatever client kind of clothes I want to wear, that I put on. Whatever food I want to take, that I eat. Whatever I want to watch, that is what I'm viewing. So if I want to scold people, I just do accordingly. If I want to say green jokes, then I just, just crack the green jokes. Control, Self completely without control there's the lack of self-control so in the modern language this is how we will explain it for as long I'm happy why, cannot, I, why can I not do it the reason is this life is mine and this body is mine Be yourself. and so just be yourself I'm sorry I'm sorry to <laughs> because after you become a believer <laughs> If your mentality remains to be as such <laughs> Then you are a very selfish person <laughs> In the past three years of the COVID-19 pandemic <laughs> So the whole world learned one lesson
1: that
0: is we realize that each and every person's action can influence or affect another person we are living in a community and so you have to be concerned with other people so imagine at the height of the pandemic you wear mask as you like it if you don't want to wear it then you don't no No. you can't do it you cannot do it because people will scold you people will even beat you and people will also arrest you because one thing that we realize the result because I am not living all alone independent of the others in this I world and thus every action and thing that I do surely influence and affect the person next to me. However, unfortunately, <laughs> that is before we came to know all of the gospel, we are living in a life in a world of self-centeredness.
1: And
0: so some people say, what does sin mean? And what is sin? In English, it's spelled as Sin sin is that when I am in the middle so because I in this uh, S-I-N, I is in the middle so what is sin?
1: That
0: is when I am living a life of self centeredness. So, in the past, it's I who is number one. Self-centered. And so, that's what you call self centered. However, thanks be to God. Because the Bible says the moment we came to know of the gospel, we became obedient children. And so, our lives are changed. Our change our lives are transformed Sun-hook. And the word obedience or actually the trait of obedience is a very important manifest, manifestation in the life of a we Christian. And so to God, we obey Him. We also obey the truth. We also obey the authority that God has established because our Jesus Christ is an obedient Lord. Philippians chapter 2 says that Jesus Christ obeyed until the point of death. And so, church, if you proclaim us or profess to be a child of God, and so please follow the footsteps of the Lord Jesus. And so after you became a Christian, regardless of whether this is in your own homes or even in your workplace or even in the society or even within the church, if you are always, always against authority, you always want to challenge authority. I'm sorry to inform you. I'm sorry to inform you. You still have not lived out your salvation. You're
1: still
0: living within your evil desires. You're still living within your self-centered world. So when the Lord God at so we have to live out a holy life. Don't, don't, don't so we should not conform to the evil desires. 讲话呢? On the contrary, instead we have to be holy in verse 15 but just as he who called you is holy so be holy in all you do do you know that? Eastern people, especially Chinese like us, whenever we talk about the word holiness, we tend to relate it to one's morality. So people of noble character, we call them as saints. And so this, uh, holiness is very much related to our morality. However, when the Bible talks about holiness, it's completely not related to this moral uh, standards. Because whenever the Bible talks about holiness, Separate. And the main point of that word is that We have to be set apart or separate So, That's why we have such a word, a word called consecration For example for example, gold, for example, does not have so any uh, moral uh, value to it. However, this gold also have a belongingness. And so let's say this gold is made into uh, like a gold necklace Uh, and you put it on your neck and so this is a golden necklace that belongs to you However, if you use this gold and put it in the offering box of the church, and now this gold belongs to God, it belongs to the church. So this is a gold that has been set apart or consecrated, devoted to God. And this gold does not have any moral relationship but it has belongingness but the same is true of your life if so if your life belongs to God then your life is holy so the opposite of holiness is not being unclean but instead the opposite of holiness is being worldly And so church we have to live out a life that is separate different from the world. Also do not misunderstand what we are meaning. I'm not asking you to be a person who's quite eccentric or weird that you're just totally different from the others because not everything in this world is bad. No, no, no. No because this is a world that our heavenly father has created this is a good world but because sin entered this world and so gradually this world became worldly And so church, and so we should not imitate the standards of this world. I don't know whether you have observed this something very special. For example, you're looking at advertisements, whether these are advertisements on selling cars or even cigarettes. They will not be away from one thing. What is that one thing that is always present? That is beautiful women. You always see that. So in places where they sell cars, sure, there will be a lot of women there. And so this me women... Even if it's a, their beauty or their body, they're always the number one. So what is the message that they're trying to convey to us? That is when you are driving such kind of a car, <laughs> this kind of women also will approach you. <laughs> and so if you smoke, smoke their cigarette, <laughs> also the same kind of women will come to you. <laughs> so the the adver- is intended to change your values. In the recent decades, there's a new thing that came out. That's what you call internet celebrity. These are the very good-looking, handsome, beautiful women introducing products to you. And so anybody uh, who watch this one will tend to buy them. Internet celebrity. I'm, not <laughs> I'm not saying, if in case you're an internet celebrity, I'm not saying that uh, you're wrong, <laughs> because this is merely your job. But the problem is, do we really need this product or not? And so the book of Romans reminds us of one thing. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, placing, and perfect will. So, you bang so may the Lord God help us. We not confirm, but transform do not be conformed but instead be transformed because our lives ought to be transformed and we have to keep on transforming to be more like our Christ and we should not be more and more conformed to this world and so that's the first thing so to live out your salvation you have to live a holy life and then second one you also have to have a life of reverent fear in God. In verses 17 to 19, it talks about two reasons why a person needs to live a life of reverent fear in God. Number one. The first one. First reason is that because our God is a fair judge. Let's look at verse 17. Since you call on the Father who judges each person's work impartially, leave out your time as foreigners here in reverent fear. And so we address our God as our Father. (inaudible) However, one thing that you have to pay attention to that is very important. The whole book, the entire Bible never said that God is the Father of the entire human race. (inaudible) and the bible says it is only those who have accepted salvation these are the people who can call god father even jesus christ put this very sternly in john chapter 1 verse 12 it says Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. (inaudible) And this is addressed to the believers. (inaudible) And however, the Lord Jesus Christ told the Pharisees (inaudible) that your father is the devil. (inaudible) And so church. (inaudible) And so do not believe what is very popular now is that nowadays is that God loves everyone in the world and that he says yes, God is love so how is it possible that God prepared a place called hell to cause his children to suffer there loving God how will he allow his children to continuously suffer however the Bible never said that all the people in the world are children of God the but God, uh, what the Bible tells us is that God is the creator of everything in this world. <inaudible> that is, only those people who believe the Lord Jesus Christ are children of God. <inaudible> and so here, our Heavenly Father <inaudible> is one that does not show partiality to anyone. <inaudible> <inaudible> and so He is the Father who judges everyone in accordance to what this person has done. <inaudible> and so church so in this world as you live you have to live a life of holiness because there will come a day and you and I as we go back to our own homes and that judgment will start from the family of God each one of us,
1: all of us
0: will need to face the last judgment of God. And for this very reason, we have to live out a life of holiness. And the second reason, because God is a loving Redeemer. Let's look at verses 18 to 19. For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors but with the precious blood of Christ, along with a blemish or defect. In verse 18, the original version has the uh, word for. And so this gives us another reason why we have to fear God. Because God has redeemed us and the word redeemed or redemption is, it means that you have been Slaved from uh, this slave market you are a slave and uh, taken out of the slave market and all of us are slaves to sin and by the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ God redeemed each one of us from the slave market of sin and blood represents life the Son of God uses his life to take the place of our own life. So people who ought to die did not are the And the one who should not die in the first place died on the cross. For reason, and for this very reason, we have to be fearing our God. Because it is no longer I that lives, but rather it is the life of Christ that is within me and the word of fearing or reverence This appeared in the Bible for 200 times And so a person who fears or reveres God What is the manifestation I will use three persons to give an explanation to this. The first one is Noah. And this person feared God. And what is a manifestation? Let's look at Hebrews chapter 11 verse 7 that says, By faith Noah, when warned about things not yet seen in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. So a manifestation of having holy fear to God is to be obedient to the word of God. Here it says, in holy fear, built an ark. You know, when Noah built that ark, that that is in the span of more than a hundred years, and every day he was a laughing stock to the people. <laughs> of course, people will laugh at him. <laughs> How come? Are you crazy? Why are you building an ark on this ground? <laughs> and then he keeps warning the people again and again that there, there is a coming flood. Of course, people will laugh at us. It's just like us. We keep on telling the unbelievers that Jesus Christ is coming again and there will be a second coming and they will laugh at us. However, Noah, though he was continually laughed at, he continued also preaching. And as a result, he preached for 120 years. Nobody believed in the Lord. It was only his entire and whole family were saved. So imagine you have been laughed at by the people for 120 years. But he did not stop in building the ark. So a person who fears God is one who obeys the word of God. And so if you say that you're a person who fears and reveres God, so let me ask you another question. So how much do you obey the word of God? And this Bible how much of this are being followed by you. And so if you haven't haven't walked in the path of the word, then it is never true at all what you profess that you are a person who fears God. Secondly, Job so how did Job fear God? Let's look at chapter one, verse one. In the land of us, there's lived a man whose name was Job. His man was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned the evil. He was blameless, upright, and feared God and shunned evil. And so this was re- uh, repeated three times in the book of Job. <inaudible> and so a person who fears God <inaudible> is a person who uh, pursues holiness. <inaudible> so you cannot separate the two, living a holy life and fearing God. <inaudible> there will never be a person who uh, is really fears God who will live in uh, filth. So if one the And so here, Job is said to be a person who shunned evil. And so if you say you fear God, so let me ask you, when you you, are all alone and no one gets to see you, is your life holy? Are the things that you are watching and viewing holy? The The things that you are pondering and thinking about, are they holy? And the Lord God helped this him. And the third person, Abraham. that is Abraham. So you know, how did he fear God? In Genesis chapter 22, verse 12, it says, Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham I said, I say so I will not go into details about Abraham offering his son God told him to just offer his son. So indeed, Abraham offered his son Isaac to God. And so consequently, the Lord told him, Now I know that you fear me. Why? Because you did not withheld your son from me. So a person who fears God will be a person who completely submit himself and obey God. will completely offer himself to God. And so whatever God wants from me, that I will offer to him. Even though I suck. Even if that's in the case of Isaac. You know, in the life of Abraham, Isaac. Isaac is more important than anything else even more important than his own life it's okay for me to die but Isaac shouldn't but however since God demands to have Isaac then Isaac is yours. May the Lord God help. He is us. And so in your life, oh, father's 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 father. is there anything so precious that God is not able to touch it? Is it your son? Is it your, is it your bank account? I don't, know what. I don't know what it is. But however, it will come a day. God says, "Give this to me." Are you willing to give that to God? So a person who fears God. Whatever God wants, then you give him those. Noah obeyed wholeheartedly. Job pursued holiness. And Abraham offered wholeheartedly. That is a life that fears God. And the third kind of life <inaudible> to live out salvation means that you have to live a life of loving one another in verse 22 now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth so that you have sincere love for each other love one another deeply from the heart The Lord Jesus Christ said, if you love one another, then the people will know that you are my disciples. And so love is a mark of a Christian. However, it doesn't mean that this world does not have love. However, the love in this world always carries with it a condition. And I do feel it the love of the parents towards the children is the one that's closest to describe the love of God because the love of the parents to the children will always be sacrificial that is of being forbearing with sometimes our children are also not so respectful to us when we get angry at that but then after we get angry that's still the end of it anyway because in love you bear with each other and even if that be the case it can never be a good comparison or close comparison to the love of God you know why? you know why? In, uh, the China- there's a very popular Chinese writer by the name Bing Seng she already passed away 但是有时, when she was still young she asked her mother a question 妈妈, Mama Mama Why do you love me? And the mother said 不为什么? Not for any reason. There is no reason. And such is a great love. However, it doesn't end there. There is no other reason except that you are my daughter. Because you are my daughter. Although the love of parents is very great. However, in the midst of no condition there is still the presence of a condition. <inaudible> that is you are my daughter. <inaudible> so if you are not my daughter, I'm sorry. Sorry? <inaudible> then it's very different. <inaudible> but that is not the kind of love God has for us. So that's unconditional love. So may the Lord God help us. Christians, we are not perfect people. But then after we became Christians, we have to learn to love each other earnestly, fervently, deeply. I'm surrounded by brothers who really love me very much. I and I also know if something happens to me brothers, brothers on, uh, beside me will be helping me to the best efforts that they can. The same. In the same manner, if any of my brothers here have problems, then I also will do my very best to help them. There is no condition attached. Because we love one another. And so the Bible teaches us one thing. Born again. That is we have been born again. That our lives have been changed. And that's why we have the strength to be able to love one another. In the English translation or English language, you know, born again. when you use the NIB Bible, you will see the word born again. You know, born from above. However, from the original text, what it is really meant is it is born from above. Like, born from above and born again. So, what is the difference then of the phrase born again and born from above? You know. It is very different. You Nicodemus asked Jesus how can I have eternal life and the Lord Jesus said if a person is not born again he will not be able to see the kingdom of God Nicodemus did not understand that he says man is already old how can he once again enter the womb of his mother and be born again so think of it. Let's say, in the future, just in case, because of the advancement in science and also advancement in medicine. Let's just say, just in case a person is able to go back to the womb of the mother and be born again, and then once again you become a, a new person. And so I asked you a question Will the life of that person change? If a person's life is always that of selfishness, will the person now become unselfish? No. No. Let me tell you this. Should this really ever happen in the future, regardless of the number of times you are born, tens of times or millions of times, your life will never change. Why? Why? Because the Bible says. Because flesh gives birth to flesh. It is only the life that comes from God that can allow change to happen. Born from above. So born from above. That is, is a life that comes from God. It is the only one that can change a life of sinfulness and selfishness. And so Peter here is reminding us, yeah, brothers. That you have to love one another deeply, earnestly. Because in love there should no there should be no pretense. When we say hypocrite or hypocrisy, that means you are being fake. Hypocrisy in Greek is actually means you are an actor you go watch a movie Oh, this actor is a very loving person but maybe in real life this person is very selfish so we are not that kind of a person after we are born from above and our lives are changed you know why? do you know why because the DNA of your life has been changed verse 23 says for you have been born again not of perishable seed but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God so there is this new seed in your life it is something that is no longer perishable uh, it is uh, through the living and enduring Word of God. And so the DNA of our life has been completely changed. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. For the Word of God is living and active. Thanks be to God. Living and active. Because the Word of God is living and active. And because of this life it makes it possible for us to truly love each other deeply. On the contrary if you're using your old life to love one another so look at this world that we are in today
1: you will be shocked
0: when you know the divorce rates nowadays, I'm even more shocked for the ones of the China, Because in my mind, the Chinese or the mainland Chinese tend to be more conservative. But that's not the case anymore. Because the uh, divorce rates in China is getting worse.
1: That's many, many years ago.
0: And after I officiated a wedding of a young a pair of young people, <laughs> so this person called the wife Honey. So do you call your spouses Honey? i <laughs> call you <laughs> You have goosebumps.
1: Maybe there's an
0: older person who, whom I know came and approached me and asked me, he said, You know, Pastor, no, in the past, that is before we got married, or maybe a year or two after getting married, always addressing the spouse, honey, honey. Hensa call hate you honey means hating you. yum sounds a little bit the same. It must say honey, 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 honey. It becomes now. It used to be honey, honey, now it's hate you, hate you. Because this kind of life and this kind of love also only originated from the person's own life. we a gong to go away. And with their sad. To,
1: all people, people who
0: have flesh and blood, all people are like grass and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord endures forever. Soul> soul> And the love of human beings is just like the grass, just like the flowers. After some time, it will wither. It is only the love of God that will endure forever. So as we live out our salvation, we have to live out a life that dearly, deeply loving one another. Christians, and after we became Christians or believers, this uh, precious salvation is now in us. And our responsibility is to live out this salvation before men. To ourselves, we must live a holy life. To God, we must live a life that fears him and to others we must live a life that loves one another deeply and this is our life that may all glory be given to the, our Father in heaven
1: may
0: the Lord God bless each one of us let us pray
1: thanks
0: be to God because we have received this very precious salvation. It is something that we are not worthy to receive. It is already in us our responsibility is to live out this salvation before the lives of other people we know that we are not perfect and we also continue to fail but in our place of our failure that's where we will also once again rise and as we see the grace of God that we live out a life that fears him live out a life that is holy and live out a life that loves one another. That people may see our good deeds and glorify our Father in heaven. May the word of God once again be in the midst of us to move us and steer the hearts of everyone that we may rely on the grace of God and live out this life courageously. Thanks be to God. Hear our prayer. In Christ's most precious name we pray. Amen. Amen.